You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. We take you up until Golik and Wingo at uh, 6 o'clock. And, man, what a jam-packed guest list they have today. They have Buster Only today. They have Adam Schefter today. Everything. I mean, tons of guests. Us, on the other hand, not a single guest. But, you know, everybody does it their different way. They have their guests. We have the Gordon Damer Show, home to Michael K. Show Trivia Champion Gordon Damer. And now... After the weekend, also home to Stump Rothenberg Dominator. Yes. Had to come up with a different song. Sing it with me. Yes. Oh, my goodness. What a voice. And the answer's all up to me. Yes, Whitney. Oh, my goodness. Show me the receipts. Now effective, up to 87% accuracy. That is my, uh, my accuracy record filling in on Stump Roth. I mean, just a fantastic number. And off the bat, this isn't like I had a couple of warm-up rounds. And trivia, generally not my thing. But now two times, right out of the gate. But not uh, just my incredible performance. I know some of you probably would like to hear about it uh, over the uh, entire 60 minutes. We're not going to do it the entire 60 minutes, but uh, we'll have more of the Jets move. Joe Douglas was on the K show yesterday. Did the Seahawks get fleeced? That's the term that's kind of been floating around over the last 24 hours. Diana Rossini was on Get Up yesterday, said that the sense of uh, GMs around the league that she spoke to was that the Seahawks Got fleece. But obviously the uh, top headline today, and certainly we'll want to hear from you, 1-800-919-ESPN. I'm on Twitter, on Instagram, at Gordon Damer. Daily poll question in a second. But the, the big headline today is obviously all the news happening with Major League Baseball. And the news yesterday, not good. The news that Marlins had 11 players, at least 11 players, and two coaches testing positive for COVID-19 over the last couple of days. Their game last night against the Orioles, was postponed. Their game tonight, also postponed. They are expected, at least right now, to play on Wednesday in Baltimore because changing the location, that should help. Anywho, Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred says that he feels like the protocols are working. We talked about the situation. I think most of the owners realize that we built protocols anticipating that we would have positive tests at some point during the season, that the protocols were built in order to allow us to continue to play through those positives. And I think there was support for the notion that we believe that the protocols are adequate to keep our players safe. All right. And he also would not put this, what has happened with the Marlins in this situation, into the nightmare category. I don't put this in the nightmare category. I mean, obviously, we don't want any player to get exposed. It's not a positive thing, but I don't see it as a nightmare. We built the protocols to allow us to continue to play. That's why we have the expanded rosters. That's why we have the pool of additional players. And we think we can keep people safe and continue to play. Okay, he thinks that they can uh, continue to keep people safe, although there has been no documented proof of that so far, right? 
Uh, the Phillies also were tested yesterday. Their game against the Yankees, much more impactful to, to us and, and you listening, uh, was called off yesterday. Still no results on uh, those, at least not that I've seen this morning. I'm sure before the morning gets too far deep and maybe during Golik and Wingo, we'll get some results on that. Remember when baseball first started back up and there were some positive cases here and there? I wondered, we talked about, is this just working out the kinks? And at the time, there was a lot of criticism of baseball. You know, anytime there's going to be positive tests, there'll be some section of people that say, oh, see, see? I mean, there are people who approach things and have a very negative point of view on, on just in life. That's just, the you know, different strokes for different folks. But we wondered, or I wondered, you know, is this just a hiccup? Is this just part of getting things up and running and will there be a time where it will feel like, you know what, we're progressing, there's fewer and fewer positive tests? Is this a doable thing? Or is this always going to be one thing after another? When the NBA kind of got a little bit closer to starting up the bubble and players were getting ready to go to the bubble, they had some positive tests. But since the players have been in the bubble Things have gone quite well, right? The NHL, the NBA, last round of tests that they released, zero positive tests. And we have not gotten to that point with Major League Baseball. So when we question, is this just the the normal process of getting things up and running, getting this behemoth of something that you've never done before going, or is this just going to be something where it's always going to be one thing after another? And I think... I think we kind of have our answers. Now, I don't think that the sport should be shut down, not yet, but it really is hard to have any level of confidence, A, in Major League Baseball, B, in their approach, because with them, it always seems like it's one thing after another, right? Since this the season got postponed in spring training, it has always been one thing after another with Major League Baseball, starting with the fight over the, uh, over the season, over money, the, 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 the protocols, the fact that they're basically operating. Their, their protocols are basically operating under the honor system. The botched testing, remember when they didn't send out the test because of the holiday? It has not exactly been one for the resumes, at least not so far. And, and look, I mean, every time one of these things happens, it leads to, to more questions. And the first one that Major League Baseball has to figure out, and I don't know whether or not, I don't, I don't see how they are going to be able to figure it out, is how did this start? How did this many players on one team get infected? It certainly seems reasonable to think it's because those players, or at least one player on that team, did not take this situation seriously enough, right? Florida, I mean, every day in the news is, is more stories about how the, the hot spot in Florida has been uh, – you know, increasing and increasing. And these players have been in Florida. I'm sure that that's not the type of situation that they go to the ballpark, play the game, have a workout, and then go home and sit in their house. And it's not exactly reassuring that there are no specific standards within baseball's protocols that say, okay, if this happens, you shut down a team or you shut down all teams. That is is basically, I think, solely in the hands of Rob Manfred. And you know me, I've been trying to kind of hope for the best, but kind of expect the worst. So I have never had a high level of confidence that the baseball system was going to work, but it's a 66 day season. 
and you are four days in, and while Rob Manfred might not consider it a nightmare, it is a crisis. And it's always kind of been a question if you can finish the season, if you can finish any of these seasons. And at this point, you got to wonder in Major League Baseball with the way things have gone so far, there has not been a settling down. You know, you thought that maybe once you got games started that, all right, look, we got these cases out of the way. Now that people are, are, are part of the season, they're going to take this seriously. You're four days in. Four days into a 66-day season, and already you have a crisis. And you look at the other sports, as I said, NBA, zero positives. NHL, zero positives. And it's not like you have a whole lot of faith in baseball's leadership. Now, I will say baseball is dealing with a different situation and dealing with a more difficult situation than the ones in football of the NBA. The NBA players and owners have a far more cordial, far more trusting relationship, rightfully so. And it's not like um, the, the NFL players and owners, you know, a lot of times it's whatever the owners want. They can just kind of, because of the weakness of the NFL players union, certainly not the baseball players union, uh, they are able to kind of force whatever they want to see happen. And baseball's relationship between the players and owners is 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 one that is is always confrontational is I mean and you can put whatever blame whoever you want right but the athletic talked to uh, Dr. Zachary Binney he's an epidemiologist at Emory University's Oxford College and he said that he does not think you have to scrap the season right now but you have to figure out is this a one-time deal or is this going to happen again is this going to be the type of thing that over the course of the season you are going to be having to deal with time and time again. And the fact that it's already popped up four days into a 66-day season doesn't exactly fill you with a whole lot of confidence that this is the last time you're going to hear about it. And as for having the Marlins and Orioles, at least right now, I would think that this is going to get canceled at some point. If for no other reason, it's the Marlins and Orioles, people. But the idea of just simply moving the series to Baltimore on Wednesday, quote, this is absolutely insane. If possible, the literal stupidest possible plan. You have a raging outbreak. Anyone in the Marlins traveling party could be infected regardless of how their tests come back. So by all means, just bring that on the road to Baltimore. It would uh, seem pretty simple, right, how this happened. But that's the first thing that baseball has to figure out. And I don't even have a whole lot of high level of confidence they're going to be able to do that. So the athletic article brings up that maybe this will have a silver lining, that people within the game, that this will serve as a, a real wake-up call, and that they will take this far more seriously. Well, like a lot of things, that seems like a whole lot of wishful thinking. 1-800-919-ESPN, one 800 919 Seven six. All right, so I'm on Twitter at Gordon Damer, and I have a bone to pick. I have a lot of bones to pick with a lot of you. How in the hell did I lose the poll question yesterday? Fourth out of four? Behind the Knicks. Really? Behind the Knicks. All right, Joe Douglas, I get it. All the Jet fans are all giddy right now. And the Yankees, okay, they're the Yankees. The Knicks hiring a coach. My performance on Stump Rothenberg, 9-1. The only correct answer was me, and I came in fourth. That uh, hurtful. That's all I can say. Well, today, I'm on Twitter a lot. Too much. If you're on Twitter a lot, you're on it too much. And there there probably should be a limit, because after a while, you just kind of go crazy. But there has been a lot of talk 
about how the, the, the virus and everything has kind of impacted sports. And, and there was this tweet yesterday by Kyle Brandt. He is on uh, Good Morning Football on the NFL Network. And it was essentially that he believes there is a portion of the NFL media that is almost rooting for sports to be shut down. Well, when you bring this up in, in media circles, obviously the reaction is going, to be, uh, is going to be fierce, and his tweet certainly got a lot of pub yesterday. So I wanted to, to run it up the flagpole, run it up the poll question for today. And the question is simply, do you think there is a, sport, a portion of the sports media, I'm not going to just uh, rely it to the, the football media, but the sports media in general, baseball, any sport that you follow, do you believe, that there is a portion of the media rooting, almost rooting for COVID to affect the sports season, that they want to see a season be impacted, a season shut down, however you want to define that term. And that's the poll question. It's up on Twitter, at Gordon Damer. So we'll get into that coming up. Uh, we'll hear from Joe Douglas. He was on the Michael K show yesterday. And uh, they have that, we have that Lou Williams story that we have not talked about. It seems like everybody else has talked about it. But there is one aspect of that story that everyone is missing, and uh, it's the one that I am left thinking about time and time again. So I will get into that coming up, too. So lots of stuff to do as we take you up until 6 o'clock, at which time it is Gordon Damer. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> at which time it is Goalie Gawingo. No, 6 o'clock. I, ooh, I, take, a, I take a break. I, I do a whole hour, people. Come on. What do you want me to do? You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Michael K. Show trivia champion, Gordon Damer. And uh, today, you know, I was thinking yesterday, we need a different song, a different musical cue to highlight the beautiful, exquisite, dominating performance. I mean, I don't know how many years Dave has been doing Stump Rothenberg on Saturdays, but I don't know if there's ever been a time where he hit at a rate of, uh, you know, over 90%. Oh, no, no, excuse me, exactly 90%. But overall... Uh, I am at 87% accuracy. I thought first of Pomp and Circumstance, the uh, graduation march, little tip of the cap to uh, Randy Macho Man Savage. That used to be his his entrance theme. Uh, didn't feel right. Didn't feel grand enough. Didn't feel big enough. Thought of Simply the Best by Tina Turner. Thought that was pretty good. But then it dawned on me. Boom. Whitney Houston. Oh, yes. One moment in time, because I don't know when I'm going to fill in for Dave again, and I will be talking about this whenever that is. Could be two years from now. Whenever it is, we'll be hearing this song. So that was the poll question yesterday. And again, if you're just joining us, yesterday people let me down. It really is offensive when I think. The more I thought about it, the more offended I was. Think about this. Tom Thibodeau beat me. His hiring by the Knicks. Do you think that he will ever go not, at any stretch 9-1 as Knicks head coach. And keep in mind, Tom Thibodeau is an NBA coach. That's what he does. I don't do trivia. I don't know trivia. This would be like Tom Thibodeau taking over the Yankees and going 9-1. and one. That's how impressive of a performance it is. But uh, today, Brian Munguia, not in today. He is off today. And Ty Butler is filling in for Brian. Uh, first off, Ty, are you awake? You, you, you got the little sleepy out of your eye? You're ready to roll for the day? The first, it's a little tough. That <laughs> the, first day is a little tough. The first thing I thought about when I woke up this morning was, I don't know how Brian does this every day. 
what, deal with me? Well, that that's secondarily. But just waking up at 3 a.m., you don't get any sleep. It's just you're overcome no, by anxiety. you wake up the night before. But look, this the people listening, they know this. These people are out there working, and they're doing actual work. We're sitting talking. That's This is not a real—I mean, don't tell anybody, but this is not really any work. I mean, no, come on. I would argue These are people otherwise. people doing the real work in life. So we always—that's why we changed the, the theme song. We salute them because they're the real uh, heroes that are out working at this hour. No, you don't get any sleep. I always find, even now, my sleep pattern is I sleep for 90 minutes and then wake up in a panic thinking that I have overslept. Even now, after doing this years and years and years. Exactly. So you don't actually get sleep. It's anxiety the entire night. You you wake Mm -hmm. up every 15 minutes, and and I'm expecting to, to check my phone, and I've got six missed calls from Winthrop. Three from Hurley, seven from you, text messages from Brian. Like, oh, Ty, where are you? You will not get text messages from Brian in in that scenario. (laughs) Brian's not awake. Are you kidding? He's not awake right now. Well, this is his day off. Why would he be awake now? I'm I'm happy to be here with you. We were were together on Saturday for the first time in months. Oh, my God. It's and, good. It's and, good and, to be and, back with and you. Do you consider yourself like fortunate enough, like people who went to see like the Miracle on Ice, or uh, I, I'm trying to think of other things out, really outside of the Miracle on Ice? I can't. Th- maybe Buster Douglas beating uh, Mike Tyson in uh, Tokyo way back when. Do you feel like that that is the the equivalent when you got to uh, see and, and witness firsthand? the uh, domination of uh, my performance on Stump Rothenberg? Well, this might be, who was it that beat Virginia two years ago? The, the 16, was it, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the team. Oh, God, it? I'm blanking. I can't, th- God, thank God we don't do Stump Rothenberg at five in the morning because I, my brain is uh, barely functional ordinarily. Uh, it certainly does not, uh, it does not operate at this hour. Yeah. So. Uh, but yes, that it, UMBC, I believe it was. Yes, that's right. Yeah, of course. This of course. this was similar to that because we went into it not a high expectation level for you because it's not something that you do. And then look, you go nine and one. Hard to argue. That's not at least the fifth most impressive or the fourth most impressive thing that happened the weekend. It's hard to make that argument. So, did you vote in the poll question yesterday? I did. Did you vote for me? I did not. Because see, I, I just see, said people, it's hard. This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking. Am, I am working against. People work against me here. There are people that are operating in the shadows, operating and working against me. This is the producer of the show. And he had a vote. One vote. One man, one vote. I don't know if he has burner accounts. He probably does. And they probably criticize me regularly. But he had a vote yesterday, and he voted against me. And that's what it was. It wasn't a vote for Joe Douglas. It wasn't a vote for – it was definitely Joe Douglas. He's all giddy about Joe Douglas now. But it's, um, it's people operating against me. Well, listen, we're talking about professional sports teams, the Yankees, the Jets, the Knicks, and then there's you know, Gordon well, Damer. If it, if, it, if it came down let, – let's take Joe Douglas out of it. Let's take the Yankees out of it. I, I, can, I can accept and understand losing to them. If it were simply the Knicks hiring Tom Thibodeau or my Stump Rothenberg performance, which would you have voted? The Knicks hired a head coach, a former coach. They of do the that year. every year. They do, but sometimes how... it's not. It doesn't even last the year. But this is the the don't best. Don't buy co- green bananas, there, Tom Thibodeau. You don't know how long you're going <laughs> to last. This is the best coach they've had in a decade. You can argue since Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, how'd that how'd that go? How'd that go? He really turned it around, huh? 
Well, you know, they've got Leon. My point is the culture is different with them. That's what everyone's talking about now. This is somebody who works on the show. I mean, uh, uh, it's unbelievable. You want me to be honest, right? I I think Um, you were the fourth most impressive thing that happened this weekend. And and you know what the thing is, people? And and he'll, he'll deny this publicly. If this were Dave's accomplishment, he would be all on board. He is a Dave loyalist. I need a few Gordon loyalists. That's what I need. There is no Gordon loyalist at the station. Everybody's loyal to someone else, and it's not me. I can tell you that. Your producer, your everyday producer, Brian, he's loyal to you. I don't even know if that's the case. I don't, I think, I don't, know, I don't know that. I can't, I can't swear on a stack of Bibles on that. All right. Well, enough about the poll question yesterday, even though uh, I, I will hold it against all of you forever that uh, I did not win that poll question. But uh, the poll question today is up today, and I did not pin it to my page because I'm, uh, as I said, 5 a.m. in the morning. I'm a little slow. Uh, It's not like a a normal morning. It's not like a normal night's sleep. But the poll question today is, do you believe that there is a portion of the sports media that is almost rooting for COVID, not actually rooting for COVID, but almost that they take glee in bad news following any of these sports and would and they almost want it to affect the season, cancel the season. Well, look, every day we run poll questions. And some days we knock it out of the park. And some days we fall short. Some days, like, you fall short, like yesterday. But I digress. The fact that anyone thinks that there is a portion of the media Rooting for sports to be canceled is so colossally dumb. I don't know what to say. And look, I realize that I am not going to convince you one way or the other. People's minds are made up. Facts be damned. But at the end of the day, people in life are motivated by their best interests. And simply put, shutting down a sport, any sport, multiple sports, is bad for people's best interests. All the people, think about all the people, maybe people don't realize, all the people that it takes to broadcast a baseball game, people behind the scenes, or broadcast an NBA game, football, oh my God, the amount of people, the Olympics. Now I get it. There's a political part of this story that I'm not going to go down that road because, God forbid, there has to be a political side to everything. And I will grant you that the sports media is overwhelmingly uh, one side of the aisle. Let's put it that way. But to think that people are rooting against their livelihood defies all common sense. And... I guess I'm sure there are people thinking uh, that maybe I'm part of it. Oh, you're, you're one of those people that is taking this too seriously. I, I don't know what people expect anyone in, in this position or another position to say. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to see how hard it's going to be to have an NFL season. The proof of that is I've said it, and we can all agree, no matter what side of the political aisle you are on, I am no genius. And I will simply say this. If you believe that there are people in the media, a portion of the media, individual media members, 
that are rooting against sports or rooting for seasons to be canceled or impacted in some way, well, Twitter should make it easy. You should be able to find evidence of that in a tweet, a series of tweets, and I would simply say, show an example, right? You have the retweet button right down there, right there at the bottom, retweet it. This is not like canceling a day of work and getting a three-day weekend. This is a pandemic. And being astonished that other people can't see the obvious facts is not rooting for the virus or rooting against sports. So I wanted to run the poll question today just to simply see how crazy, how much crazy there is out there. So we will find out. And at least so far, crazy is winning. So there you go. That's driven down the left field line toward the monster, and that ball is out of here. Alonzo with a line drive just tall enough to clear the 37-foot fence. His first home run of the season, a two-run shot to make it 4-0 New York. All right, so your moment of inspiration for this Tuesday morning. Gary Cohen, the call, SNY, Pete Alonzo. I mean, that was a laser. I saw the uh, exit velo was 116 miles an hour. Would have taken one of those cardboard cutouts heads off that had uh, gotten up that high. But there you go, moment of inspiration. Yankees didn't play last night. What do you want me to do? There were no movies, that, no good movies that were released. We, we did um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, already, and I brought up my point about that, that that I noticed over the weekend. But there you go, a Met highlight. Who knows when that might uh, continue? Who knows? Maybe it might, maybe tomorrow. We'll never know. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Our poll question, which is up for today. It's on uh, Twitter, at Gordon Gamer. And uh, I got to be honest, I'm surprised by the, the, uh, the total so far. Now, it's very, very early. We're, we're not even, what, a little bit more than half a half hour into the show, and the poll question runs through Golik and Wingo. But at least so far, more than half of the people voting think that there is a portion of the, um, the public, uh, the, the, excuse me, the sports media that is rooting for COVID to affect the sports season. And look, it, you're on Twitter. If you're voting on the poll question, I would simply say, provide me some proof that somebody. Now, that, saying that you're rooting for COVID, that's not to say this is going to be very difficult to pull off, or I don't see how they're going to be able to pull off. That's not rooting for COVID. Rooting for COVID is going, it's celebrating the fact that this has been affected. Oh, there's only going to be 60 games in the baseball season. Good. Good. There's only going to be. That's rooting for COVID. And I have not seen any examples of that. But look, I'm not, uh, as much as I'm on Twitter, I'm not on every, I'm not all seeing and all knowing. I'm not like my kids who I believe have been on their devices so much over the last couple of days that they have gone through the entire Internet, the, the entire thing, start to finish. My son was on the phone before bed. I said, what could you possibly have not already seen by now? But let's get some calls in. 1-800-919-ESPN. Let's start uh, with uh, Greg in East Meadow. Greg, what's going on? Greg? All right, Greg is not there. Let's try uh, Lewis is in Whippany. Lewis, what's going on, my friend? Hey, how you doing, Gordon? Hey, I want to try a new title for you, if you don't mind. Sure, give it to uh, me. Yeah, I, I don't feel say... like I have nailed the exact wording of my dominating performance from Stump well, Rothenberg, so that might well, uh, that it, might change. Yeah, since you have two uh, championships, pretty much, I say uh, ESPN's very own Universal 
trivia show champion? Uh, I feel like it could be a, a little bit more bombastic. I'm not going to lie. I, <laughs> I need something that is a little bit more, um, you know, you know me. I'm very humble. I'm very yeah, honest. Yes, uh, I don't like to tout my own accomplishments. So I, I feel <laughs> like I need to have something out there that uh, that lets people know. Uh, because otherwise, how would yeah, they know? Yes. yes, yes. And you're also very humble. That is true. That is true. <laughs> Listen. Um, I let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. You're always asking me questions. I'll ask you a question. Who did you vote for yesterday in the poll question? Be you. Honest. I voted for you. Right. Yes, I'm being very honest. I voted for you. Okay. I, I I can screenshot it if you want to, and I'll send it to you. <laughs> Maybe the next time Brian takes off, you can uh, fill in as producer. Maybe uh, just to have a, lo- uh, a loyal voice and a loyal person at the station, <laughs> I, I might be able to count on you. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll be your backup. Sure. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> hey, so I think I think what it is. Um, uh, I think people on Twitter are confusing the reporters being uh, concerned for not just their own safety, but everyone's in general. So, you know, when a reporter or, you know, an analyst is saying like, hey, you know, we don't want this to happen or like they should probably take more precautions. They're, 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 they're kind of hearing that as like, we just hope this, this, you know, the season doesn't start or if it starts, it's not going to, it's not going to end. You know, uh, they're, they're confusing both, uh, both things. They, one, one is saying, hey, we're um, we're concerned for everyone's safety. We should probably have more precautions. And they're hearing we don't want this to end. And um, also the the MLB um, situation, right? I I don't understand why they didn't do that bubble like they originally planned. You know, in Arizona and in Florida, I believe were the two states. I understand mm-hmm. Florida, uh, but you know, I just don't get why they didn't do that. And if I remember correctly, one of the owners came out and said that eventually then we're going to have fans in the stands, right? So I'm, I'm thinking it's the same old thing where, like, they say, you know what, why are we going to do the bubble when we can just be in our own stadiums? And since we're going to have fans, we're going to create more revenue, right? And I believe the NFL is going to go through the same thing because they're planning to have fans in the stadium. So eventually it's going to be the same thing. The NFL might not even finish the season. If, the, if MLB doesn't finish the season, I don't see how the NFL is going to finish it either. Yeah, and, and Lewis, thank you for the call. Uh just pointing that out, that, that is not an example of rooting for COVID. Like, like pointing out the most basic facts about the NFL and what goes into an NFL game and trying to carry that out with the amount of people involved, that's not rooting for COVID. I'm sorry. And um, so anybody – and it's crazy that the, uh, the amount of people that are voting absolutely that there's a portion of the media, sports media, rooting for COVID is, uh, is baffling to me, absolutely baffling to me. The, the problem with the bubble cities, I would think, with Major League Baseball was it because there was such a confrontational situation between the players and owners, it was tough enough. And I'm not putting blame on the players on this. I think it would have been very, very tough to get them to agree to put the, you know, to, 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 to sign off on bubble cities, that they were only, that they're going to go to Florida, stay in Florida. And only go to the games and go back to their hotels. I think that that the amount of things that needed to take place just to get to a sixty-game season, the last thing they needed was another complication. And trying to get the players to agree to something that the owners would have put out there, if they if the owners even want, I don't even know if the owners would have pushed hard. I know that it was floated out there, and that Manfred wanted to do that originally. And then you saw that the numbers rising in Arizona and Florida, and, and it was, seemed like it was pretty quick that they were off that point. But the, the baseball plan has never been one that filled you with a, a, a lot of confidence that they were going to be able to pull it. I mean, it's basically the honor system, right? Go play the games. You know, you're going to test. You're, you're going to have the test results and all this type of stuff. 
But when you're not playing the game, you're not quarantined. You're not forced to be. So it just kind of seems like it's the honor system, and at least <laughs> so far, basically less than a week into the season, the honor system not doing that well. Let's go out to Greg in East Meadow. Greg. Good morning, Gordon. Hey. Sorry, bro. I have no idea what happened. I'm talking to you. Yeah, don't worry about it. It happens to me so. every morning as well. You know, crap <laughs> out, you know? All right. Listen, I'm going to go beyond sports media. I think the media in general is rooting against success of any kind, period. And, and that, that includes against their own pocketbooks, which, which is kind of amazing to me. But that aside, listen, I'm watching the baseball over the weekend with my sons, and we're, you know, we're kind of incredulous at what's going on in the dugouts. I see the whole team in the dugout, and the only people wearing masks are the, are the, is the coaching staff. Right, you have the guys hitting home runs, jumping into each other's arms, fist, uh, chest bumping, yelling in each other's faces. Nobody's wearing masks. Is anybody really like? I don't understand. I thought these guys got it that the healthy team is going to win this thing. And meantime, they're running around in the dugouts without masks on. And it's pretty clear by now. It's not rocket science. The CDC has come down very firmly. And hey, you want to be safe, wear a mask. It's it's that simple. It literally is that simple. All that other stuff. You know, surface cut, that's all turning out to be BS. It's literally about wearing a mask at this point. I don't understand how these guys don't get it. I don't. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it simply is, Greg, and, and thanks for the call. I mean, it simply is that they're not taking it seriously enough. Now, I don't know if it's a, a portion of the, the Marlins. I mean, I don't know if you'll ever know that, of how it infected them, if it was just one guy who went someplace and he got it and then, you know um, – or if it was a, a group of people, you know, there's been parties here and parties there. Maybe maybe that's the situation. I don't know. Uh, I will be interested to see what the Phillies test results are because the way it seems that playing outdoors, uh, not having prolonged contact in small spaces, right? It would be easy in a dugout or in a clubhouse that would seem like a, a situation where the spread is much easier than from team to team. So if the Phillies come back and they have a bunch of positive cases, it would seem pretty clear that it came from playing the Marlins. But we'll find that out, and I, I you know, I don't want to jump to conclusions at this point. I, I would, I, I look. There's a lot of opinions out there, and when it gets into the political aspect, people uh, avoid reason in a lot of ways. I find it hard to believe that there's anybody anywhere who's rooting for, for, for the virus to, to be doing better. The, it's just an illogical thought. It's just an illogical thought. And in terms of the, I'll just keep it to the sports because that's what we do. I don't want to go down those other roads. But I would just simply say, if you feel like there's sports media and you're on Twitter, I, I would just simply say, show, show me what that proof would be. What, what, what are you interpreting as rooting for COVID, rooting for failure. Now, there are people that are negative. I will grant you that. Some people are negative. Some people are positive. But just simply looking at the situation, it's a pretty negative situation. We've been sitting here basically since March kind of in a holding pattern, right? Like things may have gotten a little bit better here in New York and New Jersey. We're not dealing with the situations that we were dealing with back in March and April and maybe even May. But it's not like things are, are, are turning the corner on a, a huge positive and we're behind, this is behind us. 
So I would just simply say, if you are if you are of the belief, oh yeah, there's people that are rooting for fail. Show show me the show me the proof. Should be easy to find. One eight hundred nine one nine ESPN. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Coming up, we'll get more of your phone calls involved. We'll have to touch on Joe Douglas a little bit. Lots of stuff to do still as we take you up until six. It is the Gordon Damer Show. Home to Michael K. Show trivia champion Gordon Damer, and now also home to Stump Rothenberg dominator. Gordon Damer. Now up to 87% accuracy. You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. Who's the hockey guy who is the equivalent of Woj, Buster, or uh, Schefter? Is there one? I don't know if they're going to have that guy today. I don't know if that guy exists. But they got everything else covered. So Golik and Wingo coming your way in just a few minutes. Our poll question, which is up for today and uh, is at uh, on Twitter, at Gordon Damer, is uh, do you believe that there is a uh, portion of the sports media that is almost rooting for COVID to affect a sports season? And, and we're 150 votes in, which is not a small, I mean, it is a small sample size. We usually do about 600. But at least so far, absolutely is uh, beating, of course not. And uh, it's just, uh, it just defies logic to me. But there's a lot of things that defy logic every single day. I, I witness them every single day. But uh, let's get some more calls in before I miss the uh, post on uh, the ending the show, as I always do. And, and then Ty has to go and do extra work uh, to cover for me. Let's go out to uh, Eddie is in Manhattan. Eddie, go on. what's going on, my man? Hey, good morning, Dominating Champion. That's your new name yes. right now. Thank you, Eddie. But um, check this out. I heard you earlier talking about the Marlins player that caught COVID and to be honest with you, I had COVID for two months, and you don't have to be careless or nothing like that to catch COVID. You could go somewhere or be around a certain person that have it that I don't even know they have. You know, the asystematic habit. Now you mm. catch it like a ball player, and then you bring it back to the rest of the team. So that's how the Marlins player could have caught that. Oh, not I, I, I'm, that not, I'm not saying that they were intentionally uh, irresponsible, but – if it's the type of situation where you know that this could affect the entire season, I mean, the way I'm living right now is I'm not going anywhere that I don't have to go. So uh, you're right. It could have been the type of thing that one person caught it and, and, and didn't know it, and it was from an asymptomatic person. So that is obviously a, a potential way that, that, that it impacted the organization. But I do think that baseball, just watching from the games themselves, guys on top of each other celebrating in the dugout, I don't think that the the alarm bells have gone off enough about how serious this is for a lot of guys. I understand that. So that's why I think baseball itself should have been like in a bubble because that's the only way I think this season going to get. Any sport right now, like um, professional sport that's trying to get completed, they're going to have to go like in a bubble. And then even yeah. within a bubble doesn't mean that you're going to really complete your season. You're just trying to make it better for yourself to have a chance to complete it. Yeah. No. Well, Eddie, thank you for the call. I mean, we'll ha- we'll have to wait and see. I-, I do think that the I don't think that the season should be canceled as of yet. I think that that's jumping the gun a little bit, and I will be interested to see just how many of the Phillies come uh, if they test positive at all. Now, if they don't test positive, I think that's an excellent sign that it was it was something that impacted the Marlins somehow, and whether or not you can figure that out or not, I don't know. But then at least you'll have an idea that you know what playing the actual game is not spreading it. Uh, as readily as it is your own behavior outside of playing the game. Uh, If it turns out that the Phillies end up having it, well, then I think that the baseball season is doomed. Uh, If you are catching it outdoors from other people, um, 
then that's a, a really bad sign. All right, we'll go to uh, Spike is in Jersey. Spike, what's going on, my man? Good morning, my friend, and um, Michael K. Show trivia champion. Yes, and, I am, of And course. Stump Rothenberg pinch-hitting star. Stars. Dominator, I like it. You were dominant. They, they were in your wheelhouse, though. Why, does, why doesn't Major League Baseball... You know, uh, I think the infectious disease hospitals located in Atlanta, why don't they just move the Marlins right to the entry ward where the infectious people come in and just leave them right there? How stupid is it to move to Baltimore? The only logic is the distance, I'm thinking. Uh, well, that, that was the schedule, yeah. I mean, I, I would think that it hasn't been canceled as of yet. I mean, all the people that seemingly have a real good handle on the situation in terms of the virus, it seems like they all in agreement that when something like this happens with the Marlins team and for the Phillies because they were impacted as well that you have to basically shut it down for at least five days okay so uh, it's not about a day or two and just getting positive uh, you know getting tests back that are, are negative that's just not enough time the test take yeah. too long to get back here's my question if it was the Dodgers or the uh, Yankees and let's say uh, whoever Torres and Stanton or or the Dodger players got injured then uh, you know got the disease what happens then you don't even know the Marlins exist unless you live right. down yeah, there. Right, yeah, I mean, it couldn't, uh, I mean, the Marlins and the Orioles, nobody would have been paying, this is the only way anybody would have been yeah, paying but, attention to that series at all but, anyway. Yeah. But they're on the schedule playing other teams, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. 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 all right. Uh, I mean, look, it's, uh, it's a, you know, it's, it's not a good situation. Uh, whether or not the season will be able to uh, continue much further along past this remains to be seen. I would have liked a, 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 a part of the season to take place in a more routine, like there has not been a routine section of the season. So like maybe a couple of days to start the year, but that's been about it. And you want at this point, you know, it's one thing to have positive tests when guys go to camp and guys are coming here and, you know, you're four days into a 66 day season. And already it seems kind of like a crisis point. That's not great. Let's go out to Kyle is in Wayne. Kyle, what's going on, my man? Hey, good morning, Gordon. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I think the poll question you have is a perfect example, as much as we don't want to hear it. It's the politicalization of everything. Yes. You know, I mean, I think it's clear, and you even said it yourself, uh, you know, media is considered to be, and you didn't say it, but I'll, you know, the media is considered to be liberal. So anybody that thinks the media is a bunch of liberals thinks that they think that they want this country to fail, the president to fail, sports to fail, and that's why they voted that way. Um, it's, I mean, I, I agree with you. It's ridiculous. It defies all logic. But it doesn't matter what logic or facts or the fact that there'll be a lack of tweets to prove it. That's what they think. That's what they feel. And that's how they're going to vote. Yeah, uh, look, uh, Kyle, thanks for the call. There is a, uh, you know, it is is true. Everything now is politicized, and uh, I'm sure that this is, you know, 2020, not a big year for facts. Uh, Facts are are not doing, there's a lot of things that have done well this year, but uh, facts have not trended in the right direction. Rough year for facts. Um, But look, the poll question is up there. I'm interested to see how it turns out, at least so far. It's very rare that we get out of the show and the numbers change all that much. But if the numbers don't change all that much from today, boy, are we more divided than I even thought. And I thought we were divided, 
But at least so far, it's uh, it's about 50-50. Can't get much more divided than that. You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN.